So uh, the title of today's sermon is Twins, and uh, so we have two sets of twins here in church actually. We have the Lynch twins, and it's not the um, twins' birthday, but it's Izzy's birthday, so that's why we have the grandparents here today, welcome. Uh, and also um, Caleb, Noahoki Mai. So yeah, I want to greet you, brother, and um, say that our hearts are with you in the, the passing of your sister and Lydia too. Uh, sister-in-law and um, um, it's manakitia o te atu, ki a koe tenei uh, wā pauri. Um, so um, Neville's, Neville and Tanya are our other sets of twins, so they were a hundred just recently, so Neville's going to come up, I'm going to ask him a few questions about uh, being a twin, and then he's going to read uh, today's scripture. So um, first Question Neville, thank you, and I really appreciate you and and your sister and being part of us as a church. Yeah. Uh, first question: um, When was it that you decided to become a twin? Yesterday. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, are, are you an identical twin? No. no. Um, tell us. How's it being a twin? How would you say that's different from from other people? What, um, yeah, talk about that. Okay, um, acceptance synergy. Mm. Um, there's always a constant space by my side for her. Mm. Um, I've got twin. I've got friends that are twins, mm. and um, their twins have passed away, and you can see that gap. Do you, how does it feel like, you know, often you're together with Tanya, you share birthdays, of course, and, and do things together. Um, how does it feel when she's not, not around you, like she was living here, you're living in Wellington? Horrible. <laughs> um, as long as she's in the country, that's cool, because mm. I can get to her within six hours. Mm. Um, but what, my, one year she was in Canada, no good. <laughs> cool. Okay, thank you. Um, Neville's going to read the scripture. Can I show you something? Yes. Yeah. So Luke 24, verses 32 to the end, uh, from the NIV. They asked each other, were not our hearts blazing within us while he talked with us on the road and appeared and opened the scriptures to us? They got up. Oh, sorry, Carl. My eyes are gone. Can I please hand it over? Yep. Thank you. 
Uh, verse 32. I'll read it for off mic. Yeah. Uh, they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scripture to us? They got up, returned at once to Jerusalem. Uh, there they found the eleven and those with them assembled together, saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. Jesus appears to the disciples. Verse 36, while they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds. So they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in, the name, in his name to all nations. Beginning at Jerusalem, you are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple praising God. Amen. Because Jesus is the Messiah, there are some things that are birthed together, and it's, it's like twins. They're not the same, but they're not opposites. It's more like twins, because they, they both come from the same place, from, from deep within the belly of God. Twins. So there's four sets I want to talk about today, four sets of twins. And the first one is hearts and minds. Verse 32 and 30, uh, 45 says their hearts burned and their minds were opened. As Jesus opened the scripture, their hearts burned and their minds were opened. Verse 32, they asked each other, were not our hearts burning? within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us. Verse 45, then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. And uh, it's pretty common for people to advocate one or the other. 
And some people will say, oh, it's all about the heart. It's about passion. It's about loving God. It's about, about uh, loving the scriptures. It's in here. It's not there. And then there's others who say, well, no, we've got to understand. It's got to be a cognitive thing. It's got to be logical. John Phillips, if you remember John Phillips, uh, they, they were here uh, last year. And um, wonderful that their uh, daughter and son-in-law have come to faith just recently. And, and they're really passionate. Uh, they live one and a half hours away, though. John and Sarah, they're in Seddon. And um, Clive and Shari live down in Kaikoura. But they try to get together uh, at least once a week. And Clive is so hungry for the word. And so John's been teaching him, discipling him for uh, about an hour a week. And Clive uh, eyeballs him and says, John, this is not enough. You need to be teaching me the Bible. He's a plumber. Teaching me the Bible. Three or four hours every week, the Bible. (laughs) And so that's that twin, eh? That's that combination, that passion for God, for the word, and he wants to understand it. He wants it to be unpacked for him. It's both. It's twins. Jesus said something when he was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he gets very close, actually, to uh, quoting Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, which is the words of Moses. Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 says this, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. What is the greatest commandment, Jesus, he was asked. And he says this, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And so to Jesus, the mind also is important. It's not opposite. It's, it goes together. It's a twin. Your heart and your mind. Love God with your, all your heart, with all your mind. Twin two. And they saw Jesus right at the end there. They saw Jesus. He came back to life. And there he was amongst them. And they saw him with all his scars. And then they went out on the hill and they saw that he went up right up to the stars. Saw him with his scars and they saw him go up to the stars, up to the heavens. And so there's this thing about Jesus, the Messiah, that is really earthy. He asked for some fish. I want, I'm hungry. Give me something. I'm not a ghost. I want, I want something to eat. Give me some fish. But also he's divine. He went up to a place that's, whoa, that's amazing. Look at my hands, verse 39. Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. While he, verse 51, while he is blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Jesus says, Jesus came to serve. This is the guy from heaven. This is the God from heaven. He came to serve. 
not to be served, but to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10.45. Even in his last week, that's what Jesus was doing, especially in his last week. John 13, verses 3 and 4. Jesus, knowing that he'd come from God and was going to God, he dressed like a servant, put a towel around his waist, and then one by one by one, washed all of his disciples' feet. That was a servant's job. There's no servant there up in the upper room. Who's going to do it? Who did it? Jesus did it. The servant of all. And verse 17 of John 13 says, Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You will be blessed if you do them. Vineyard has a new logo. It's an upside-down uh, triangle on purpose. And the reason for that is that it indicates the type of leadership we desire in vineyards to serve, to sacrifice. Uh, I had an interesting conversation uh, a couple of weeks back with an ex-member. So often interesting conversations, ex-members. <laughs> um, Anyway, it sort of went something like this. Uh, he says, you know, Carl, I never seem to get to, to progress past uh, vacuuming the carpet on, on Saturdays. And I said, never have I. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I vacuumed it this morning before I came to this. And he got, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. But Jesus came. Not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. Second twin. They saw Jesus' journey with his scars and they saw his journey to the stars. Yeah, uh, the scripture burned in their hearts and in their minds as he unpacked it for them. Twin number three, worship and witness. The praise of Jesus as well as the preaching of Jesus. Verses 47, 48, 53. And it says this, And repentance for the forgiveness of sin will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And they stayed continually at the temple. Verse 53, they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. See, there's going to be praise of Jesus as well as preaching of Jesus. There'll be witnesses of Jesus as well as worshippers of Jesus. Twins comes from the same place, from the deep within the belly of God. Had a, a interesting email one time. Someone says, you know, we shouldn't be... Um, spending a lot of money on, on music gear. You know, we should be spending it on poor of the world. Well, the answer to that is yes, and yes, and yes. <laughs> we will worship Jesus. We will witness to the nations. Hey, yes and yes. And, you know, same as um, when Judas said to Jesus, you know, why... Why this expensive alabaster jar of perfume? And Jesus said, well, 
uh, this has been done like an act of worship. And you, it's not stopping you from serving the poor. It's yes and yes and yes. Uh, fast forward 2,000 years. And on January 22nd, we're going to commission Matt and Christelle Nicholas to go uh, on our behalf and others, the church, into the Philippines to serve there. And one of the reasons for that, that we're able to help them in that, is that we have dedicated ourselves as a church to worshipping God on a regular basis. We come together to worship God. And that leads to mission. They're not, they're not separate. They're twins. It's like, it's like um, I have one of these. <laughs> I, I used to have two. And then I lost one. Well, I thought I'd lost one. Searched everywhere. Couldn't find it. Wetsuit booty. And um, I've only got one. There's no, you know, it's not great having one booty. I'll just chuck it away. Save myself the angst of it all. And then I was moving some tables the other day, setting up for the group coming. And there underneath the table in the shed was the other booty. So now I have one booty again. <laughs> twins twins worship and witness scars and stars hearts and minds last twin last set of twins ministry will be home and away verse 47 beginning at Jerusalem and to all nations at home and the way. Repentance and forgiveness of sin will be preached to all nations. Yes, the nations. And yes, the nation. Yes, crossing salt water. Yes, crossing town. Yes, crossing the streets. Home and the way. Wonderful thing about Timothy, when Paul met Timothy in Acts 16 at a place called Lystra. It says this, The church spoke well of him there in another town called Iconium, about 50 kilometers away, both home and away. You know, there's no point being a superstar over there if you're a dropkick here, right? <laughs> both home and away of good character. The church spoke well of him, home and away. And sometimes it's really strange who God calls to minister, who God brings to certain places to minister. It's weird sometimes. Paul, a Jewish, very Jewish man, a Jew of the Jews, he described himself. God called to minister to the non-Jews. Acts 21, Agabus from, from Judea came down to another place a long way away uh, in Syria, and actually there were, there were already four prophetesses there. But God pulled down Agabus to prophesy. Go figure. The Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus can do what he wants, can use who he wants, when he wants, wherever, from anywhere to anywhere. It's up to him. It's not up to us. 
who he brings to minister. Luke Sheldrake. <laughs> Luke Sheldrake. Remember Luke, and he's going to, um, it's wonderful. Luke's going to start leading church uh, next year down at Elgin, um, the Grace Presbyterian there. It's going to be wonderful. And um, so God has brought Luke, the Englishman from North England, here to Gisborne. He was here with us for a while. We were blessed by them. And um, he's a, he was paint, he's a painter. He was painting. And he was a leading hand. He had his, um, his group of guys, mostly Māori. And so they were calling him Captain Cook. <laughs> and um, one of them had um, some gang connections and, and someone passed away. And so they asked, uh, Luke is not afraid in coming forward in terms of the gospel. So they asked him to do the tangi. And uh, he says, well, I'll do it, but I'll, I'll be preaching the gospel. They said, that's fine. And so there we have Captain Cook preaching to the black power. <laughs> Isn't that strange? That's wonderful. It's up to God who he brings to do whatever he wants to do. It's up to God. Um, we we're going to have, there's a new family um, called the Gastons. And so it's Caleb and Aaron and Alfie and Penny. They're often at the back. They've got two little kids, they're five and three, but they're sick uh, today. And so I was around their place the other day, and Caleb was telling me his stories. He's from a kind of vaguely church background. He's, he's very nominal and married young. Um, first marriage was a disaster, and then um, got together with Erin. With and um, long story short, uh, had, a, had an uncle that was helpful. But one day he was walking, him and Erin were walking uh, down the street, and they went past a homeless man. And he kind of felt that he should go back to him. And he, th and he, th he thought he was going to be helping the homeless man in some way, giving some money or something. So he did that. And when he got to him, the homeless man started preaching to him and saying, you've got to get your life right with God. You've got to fix things. And he just nailed him, this homeless man. He thought it was going to be the other way around. It's up to God who he uses. He can use anyone. In uh, Burkina Faso, when we were missionaries there, we met this amazing Irishman called uh, Terry Manali. And his story was that uh, he was, uh, got himself in a spot of bother in Dublin. Uh, and so he ran off, joined the uh, French Foreign Legion, tattooed head to foot. And uh, in Togo, of all places, he came to faith. <laughs> and, and then he married, uh, ended up in Burkina Faso, married a local girl. Really, he's a really inappropriate guy, always wears shorts. You can always see his tattoos. Shouldn't wear shorts, but he always does. And he, uh, he will finish almost every sentence with the words, Alleluia, anyway. <laughs> so there he is, this crazy Irishman in the middle of West Africa, uh, highly inappropriate, doing a, great, you know, doing a great job. It's up to God 
to do whatever he wants to do with whoever he wants to do it. And the point is this. point is this. Actually, stand up. <laughs> can we stand up, please? <laughs> he can. He can even use you. He can even use you to do whatever he wants to do if you let him. So the question is, will you let him? Will you let him? Yeah. Let's pray. And as I pray, if you feel that God is, is uh, just, that's hit you, that he, he does want to use you and you want to be used by him, can you come up here and we'll have some of our prayers, Mark and Sean and whoever else, um, come up. And we'll, just, we'll just ask God to bless that, that step of faith. You know, last week I got people to sit down and we prayed around. I want us actually to move a bit more today. If you feel that's you, if you're opening yourself to, um, yeah, I'm open. Whatever God wants to do using me, if it's here or away or wherever or whoever, you're open to that. Just come up here. People will just bless you in that, that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We thank you, God. Just come up now and people will start praying for you. Thank you, God, for these people that they have said yes even to worship today. They have said yes even to worship today and that um, you'll continue to use them and it's up to you. We say yes to you today. Whatever you want to do with us, through us, for the advancement of your kingdom, for your purposes, your will be done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Your will be done. Your will be done. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah anyway. Hallelujah anyway. Okay, let's um, have a cup of tea and put on some music and we'll pray for these ones.